You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And we are deeply sorry for having missed last week. We, uh, there were some extenuating circumstances and uh, schedule conflicts, so there was no episode last week. But for the first time in, what, eight months? No. Nine, nine, nine months. months yeah. First time in nine months we've missed an episode. I'd say that's a pretty good track record. But we are back with our first, or actually second, excuse me, our second choice for the, uh, not really an obscure superhero movie in this case, but it's... I think that's why I was, I was calling them more unconventional superheroes. Unconventional, That's what yeah. I said. Yeah, you could call it that, you know. We're... <laughs> Today, <laughs> we are talking about the Power Rangers movie from 2017. Not the old school one, we're talking about the new one. Which I remember hearing that one when it was or hearing about it when it was coming out and going, oh god, do we really need this? And like, I was in the theater to see it. I'm so. sure you were. <laughs> see, see, Power Rangers. I remember it when I was a kid, and I remember watching it, but it was not as much of a diehard. Oh my god! At least not the original. For some reason, I really got into Power Rangers Zio when I was in like fifth grade. For some, I don't know. I don't remember why. Yeah, but, I don't know. I don't know why. But before, no, I was. I remember. Power Rangers was on like every day at like four o'clock. Oh, I know. I remember. Um, we get home from school and watch it every single day. I think that was one of those shows that my parents kind of eventually were like, "We don't like you watching this. We think it's too violent and too." I mean, my mom probably thought it was demonic in some way, shape, or form. Um, so yeah, not as big of a of a thing in my childhood, but I'm. I mean, I. I guess still, yeah, I, I do have a, a small connection with this movie. I guess you could say. Um, this movie has a Rotten Tomato critic score of 50%. Big surprise there. Actually, I'm surprised it's not lower, because critics usually hate these kinds of movies. Right. And an audience score of 65%. I'm going to side with the audience on this one, because I will say this was not a bad movie. I enjoyed it. it I mean, it. I, I will go. I will say this right off the bat. This movie needed to be about 30 minutes shorter. I can't argue with that. I know they were just they were trying to set it up. They went a little long on setting it up. They really did. They kind of went with the Breakfast Club route in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were all in detention. Yeah. Actually, no, only three of them were in detention. The other two, they all just kind of of show up along the way. Randomly hang out an hour outside of town and yet somehow go to the school. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a small town, so it might be the only high school in this town. Who knows? (laughs) Um, I don't remember Angel Grove being that dinky of a town in the original, but uh, or in the original show. But yeah, it seemed like everybody knew everybody. Um, there was no, well, at least not that I noticed. There was no uh, who were the who were the two bullies, Bulk and Skull, I think. Yes, this was the first time they weren't in one of the movies or anything. Okay, okay. Although there was a bully, <laughs> a ginger bully, which I think is really <laughs> ironic. Um, but, uh, yeah, no bulk and no skull. Um, I really think probably the part of the movie that I I cringed at the most was actually Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Oh. As I, I mean, 
she was she was okay sometimes, but it seemed like everybody else was taken out a bit more seriously, and she was just like over the top. She was almost like a female Jim Carrey, and sometimes, <laughs> like she's just oh, I'm evil. You know, maybe she doesn't exactly. And I, say and that. I think though she was playing the Rita Repulsa from the original show, right, right from the show, which I kind of liked personally. I actually enjoyed her as Rita. She she was okay. I'll give her that. And this is not a, a typical Elizabeth Banks style role, so I'll, I will credit her for that. Um, we've also and see, well, I'm looking down the list of the people. In I was this say movie. I got the list. Did you oh. recognize anybody? I immediately recognized um, Dacre Montgomery. Is that how you say his name? I don't know how you say his name. Um, I did not. I did not recognize his name. Right. But as soon as he comes on screen, as soon as you get a good shot at his face, I'm like, okay, who is that? Come to find out he's Billy Hargrove from Stranger Things. Have you finished Stranger yes, Things? Yes, I oh, have. Okay, so you, now you recognize him too from that. Well, no, I told you. I said this movie has a Stranger Things connection before oh, we watched it. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> um, this movie was directed by Dean... Israelite. Israelite? That's I'm, that's how I'm going to say that. And was written by a bunch of people. There were like eight people who got writer's credits on this movie. But the cool thing about Dean is he did the the little short mini series reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark last year. Oh, did he? Which I really enjoyed. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Who remember a, a few years ago where there was like a, a short like fan film on yes. that surfaced online that was like a dark gritty yes. reboot of the of the Power Rangers. Yeah, it had a uh, Katie Sackhoff as the Pink Ranger. I remember that. Who, who's Katie Sackhoff? Ah. Uh, one of those people that I know the name, but I can never tell you exactly okay, what the, okay. what she's been in. Um, but yes, this movie is starring Dacre Montgomery as Jason, um, Naomi, Naomi Scott as Kimberly. Have which you, she she's gone on. I mean, I haven't seen it, but she's Jasmine in the new Aladdin. So, oh, okay. So she's gone up. Well, good for her. Um, R. J. Siler as Billy, Judy Lynn as Zach, Ludi. Oh, Ludi. I thought I said... Ludi Lynn. Oh, sorry, my, my, my phone must have autocorrected. Probably. Ludi Lynn as Zach. Said he was in Aquaman. Probably a small role. I don't know. Probably. I, I saw that movie once on a plane, okay. so I don't remember very much of it. Um, Becky G as Trini. Now, do you know her? Mm, I didn't recognize her. Didn't, didn't recognize the voice? You probably wouldn't recognize her face, but the voice? No? No? Who was who In was the she? Uh, Hotel Transylvania at the end, she's the I'm a, I'm a monster. I'm a, I'm a monster. The oh. song at the end. I don't know. Maybe. I've, I've probably seen that way more than you. But. Yeah, you, you have. Although I do, I do like. I liked the first one. The second one was. Eh, yeah. I never saw the third one. Yeah, I didn't care for the third. I did see all three, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the first one. Okay, yeah, the first one was really good. Back to Power Rangers, because now we have Elizabeth Banks. These are all the names that you do know: Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. Brian Cranston as Zordon, and Bill Hader as Alpha 5. And just to make another quick connection, Jason's dad in this, David Denham, was with Elizabeth Banks and Brightburn. Brightburn. I thought that was him. Yep, that I was him. I thought that was him. I knew he looked familiar. <laughs> okay. That, 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 that. I wonder, I often wonder when things like that pop up, is it because Elizabeth Banks was like, hey, I got a friend who needs some work. Right. Or, or, was, it, or was it something they actually auditioned for? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't find anything. <laughs> I often wonder about that. But yeah, I remember hearing Brian Cranston going to be Zordon. I'm like, what the hell? Seriously? Because I, I was thinking Zordon from the original who had this really weird, like, deep voice. <laughs> Alpha, we need to find these teenagers. I, if I recall... In the beginning, in the opening credits of the original show, he specifically mentioned something about needing teenagers with attitude. Yes. So that was like, oh, we are in the 90s, because we need attitude. Yes. 
It was like in the, it was like in the Santa Claus. We're elves with attitude. <laughs> And my mind goes back to wrestling because WWE had the whole attitude air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, now this, uh, you, we, you said you had some fun stuff to talk about the original Power Rangers show. Well, I mean, just the, when you look at them as Rangers, mm-hmm. Red, it, I guess it's considered powerful, so you have a white male that takes on the role. Right. Blue, I don't think there was anything behind it. Pink, because no. she was the girly girl. Right. The Yellow Ranger was played by an Asian lady. Right. That, and then, of course, the Black Ranger was played by a black guy. Right. I want, I often wonder how that got through the censors. Because it was the 90s and people, I don't I, think, it, it wouldn't fly today, no, obviously, by this movie. No, not at all. But, <laughs> yeah, it, does, it doesn't age well when you look at that. Now, the cool thing about this movie is this is the first time we actually get Jason Trini and Zack as characters in a Power Rangers movie. Really? Yeah, because it was already, by the time the first Power Rangers movie came out, I'm pretty sure it was Rocky as the Red Ranger, not Jason. Obviously, you had Tommy as the White Ranger, Kimberly as the Pink Ranger, and Billy as the Blue Ranger. I think Zack was, or the Black Ranger was Adam, and the Yellow Ranger probably was Aisha. Trini and, the, Trini and Zack and Jason were not in the first Power Rangers movie. Hang on. I'm sorry, I must consult the... Let's see, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie came out in 95. Right. Like, Austin St. John's shit, not in right. there, yeah. Aisha Campbell, the Yellow Ranger, Adam Park, the Black Ranger. Damn, I didn't know that. Amy jo- Well, Amy Jo Johnson was still there as the Pink Ranger. Like I said, the Pink Ranger and... David Yost was still... Yeah, um, Blue still Ranger, Billy and then Tommy was the White Ranger. Yeah, Tommy was the White Ranger. Which wow. I, was, I was more of a fan of him as the Green Ranger, personally, but... I think um, Amy Jo Johnson is... Amy Jo Johnson and... Jason David Frank. Jason, well, no, um, no at, at, at Atlanta Comic Con this year, I know they just announced oh, oh, Amy Jo Johnson was going to be there. Um, and I think Austin St. John and maybe Billy Yost are oh, going to be... David at, Yost. Or, sorry, David Yost. Who played sorry. Billy? Yeah. Yes. Um, I do remember reading somewhere that, you know, because um, David Yost is gay, I do remember reading somewhere that he was, like, bullied or, or you know, made fun of pretty badly on the set of the original Power Rangers for being gay because it was the 90s, I guess. Um, and I know in the... Because Power Rangers came from a Japanese show um called uh what was it called something um hang on i'm gonna google it um that i do not know i know it came from somewhere but i didn't i thought it was called power rangers honestly uh super sentai was what okay, it was yeah, called i have heard that um, actually super sentai was the was the japanese name and i want to say it was like the fifth season of super sentai before they brought it over here as mighty Morphin power rangers um, and I know in the original Super Sentai, the Yellow Ranger was actually a dude, which was why the Yellow Ranger did not wear a skirt like the Pink Ranger did in this in the American version. But he we there he may have been gay because he was you know super effeminate and and whatnot. So obviously they didn't want that on American soil. <clears throat> but um, yeah, the '90s were an interesting time. It's so crazy to think back how 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 long ago that was. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Ugh, good grief. I'm getting old. <laughs> Anyways, this movie starts with... Yep, did you go over the budget? Oh, no, I didn't go over the budget. What was the budget? The budget was $105 million and it grossed $142.3 million. Uh-huh. 
So, but this is why I always say that from what I hear, it takes two to three times your budget. Cause the first thing you read about this movie is how big of a flop it was. So it technically made over its budget, but, but not, not enough much. to do anything. Yeah. I, I mean, I want, cause like it's been three years since this movie came out and by the, by the in today's day and age, if you don't hear about a sequel like a week after the movie comes out, you might not get one. Um, are they making a sequel? Because they sure as hell set it up for one. They set it up for one. They hoped to make one. They wanted to turn this into a franchise, but I think the money just didn't come. I think now, if anything, they'll just do a different reboot at some point. Oh, I don't think God. they're going to bring these characters back. I would have liked to seen these characters come back. Yeah, that uh, that, that could have been fun. I um, enjoyed the cast. Uh, speaking of cast, though, we got some things to go over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you know these names. Do you know the name Olivia Holt, Stephanie Scott? I do know the name Anna Sophia Robb. Yeah. They were all considered for the role of Kimberly. Uh-huh. And then I don't know any of these names. KJ Appa, Enrique Alejandro, Mitchell Hope, and Austin Butler were considered for Jason. Mm. And then a Ross Butler, Daniel Zavato, and Brian Mark all auditioned for Zach. But the big one that I recognized, apparently Iggy Azalea turned down the role of Rita Repulsa. Really? Before they gave it to Elizabeth Banks. Wow. Yeah. I mean, maybe she, uh, maybe she kind of looked at that and go, "Hell no, I couldn't do that. No, <laughs> my my career might not survive. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know enough about Iggy Azalea's career. I know the name. I'm trying to think who who she is and where I've seen her. Um, I mean, she's a musician. Yeah, she's a, she's a musician. I can't she's a singer. Think of any songs either. Um, off the top of my head. Yeah, any other who could have been who's? No, that was those, that was those. I recognized some of those names you read for the for Kimberly, but I can't think of who they are right off the top of my head. Okay. Um. <laughs> Anyways, this movie starts with Planet Earth, the Cenozoic Era. And we see a busted up Red Ranger on the ground. Big alien ship flying overhead. Uh, Red Ranger finds the Yellow Ranger who, you know, her, her the suit melts away and she is not human. Um, she gives Red Ranger her um, coin, I guess, and dies. Yes. Um, Red Ranger calls in a meteor on his location. <laughs> And buries the coins, but uh, and and this was when I was surprised because like the Red Ranger, you know, he his his suit kind of morphs away and it's Zordon. I I recognize the Brian Cranston even in Blue Alien makeup. Right, I know <laughs> Brian Cranston. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we see the Green Ranger, which I at this point I'm like, I guess this must be Rita. Oh, that's I'm surprised you said that because a lot of people were surprised because. In the original show, Rita was never a ranger. No, she wasn't. You know, she she was that wasn't her thing, but Zordon was. Oh, oh I don't remember that part. So, I, don't, I don't even remember hearing that Zordon was a ranger. I'm pretty sure that it was always that he had been trapped in that whatever he's in. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was a ranger, but Rita was never a ranger. But I thought it made sense to make her the Green Ranger, because then that links back to the show. Because when she first brought in Tommy. He was the bad one. Right. He was the Green Ranger. I forgot about that. So it made sense for him to be, for her to be green to me, anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, I figured who else is going to be? You know, it's a bad guy character, female. Uh, must be Rita. But uh, she says, with the Zeo crystal, we could have ruled the universe together. So I guess that's why they didn't call this one Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, because it kind of ties Zeo and and the original Power Rangers together. Um, so yeah, when I was looking through, uh, when I was looking this one up on Vudu, I first looked through the uh, through the uh, 
through the P's and couldn't find it anywhere. I'm like, where is it? And I scrolled down farther into the S, and the actual title is Saban's Power Rangers. I remember being on vacation in L.A. one year because my dad's from California. We were in Los Angeles going down the highway, and I remember seeing this building that had the Saban logo on the side of it because there were so many shows from the 90s. That Samurai Pizza Cats I was telling you yes. about, that was a Saban show. And, and <laughs> funny story about that one. Um, when they brought that show, Samurai Pizza Cats, to the States, it did not come with, like, a Bible of the show. Like, it did not come with any information. They just had the animation and the Japanese voiceover. <laughs> so they literally just made shit up. They completely <laughs> made every, like, it's so funny to watch the difference between the original Japanese and the American <laughs> version of it because it's, like, two completely different shows. <laughs> Anyways, back to Power Rangers. Um... Yes, Rita says, with the Zeo crystal, we could have ruled the universe together, and Zordon's like, that was never going to happen. And she says, then you will die, Zordon. And he says, we will die together, Rita. And that's when the meteor hits, and Rita gets thrown into the ocean. <laughs> Present day. Two guys are bringing a cow into a locker room. I'm guessing this is like some kind of a school prank. Yes. Okay, so well, though, that makes sense, because this... This there there could there had to have been more than one uh, high school in Angel or near right. Angel Grove because this was I guess their rival school yeah it had to be the, the mascot, Tigers yeah. or something like uh, Angel Grove right. was the Tigers I think um, yeah so they're bringing this cow into the <laughs> locker room and they're in they're like oh the cow so uh, Jason it's Jason and some other guy and he says oh the cow uh, the cow seems uh, seems anxious and the other guy goes well the cow should be fine I just milked her. <laughs> And him and Jason's like him, him. It was him. Was it one utter? <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, yeah. It was like one really big utter. I'm sitting here going, dear God, we were like three minutes into this movie and we have a joke about a guy jerking <laughs> off a cow. What the hell? <laughs> I was like, this is a fucking kids movie. Or at least it's aimed at. Was this PG or PG? I say it was. It was PG thirteen. Okay, so they well, did. Up the ante a little bit on those. Jeez Louise! And 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 the guys and and Jason's just like we will never discuss this again. But the cops are coming, and as Jason is trying to leave, trying to back out in his truck, he backs into the cops and is now running from the cops. Now this part I thought was kind of cool because like the camera was all inside yeah, the the, the truck so and too, it was like yeah. all turning around. That was that was pretty pretty impressive. Um, so we think he gets away, but then he flips his truck. All this for a school prank. And then you get the most anticlimactic title card I think I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> I'm serious. It's just like a black screen and then typewriter font that says Power Rangers. No lightning bolt, no hair metal, no none of that. In fact, you only hear the Power Rangers theme one time in this movie. I thought they would have at least used it for the end credits, but no. But this, this title card, if it had a voice, it would have been like, Power Rangers. <laughs> it sounded like Kermit the Frogger. It was just so disappointing. I was so let down by that. Uh, but um, now we see Jason is wearing an ankle monitor, anklet, under house arrest. And I, his dad is lecturing him on how bad he's screwed up. He's not playing football anymore. This was supposed to be his season. His dad had, like, scouts coming to watch his game or yep. something. And uh, now he has... Um, at first, I thought it was like community service, but no, it's detention. detention. Every Saturday for the rest of the year. <laughs> wow, that, I don't, I'm not even sure if my school had detention on Saturdays. I don't remember that being a thing either. But honestly. yeah, you're right. That is very Breakfast Club. Yes, 
every Saturday for the rest of the year. Yeah, he, yeah. he uh, we, we see that he was some kind of sports hero because there's a, there is a, you know, trophy case in the hallway that's got his jersey and a picture of him and his uniform and all that, but, uh, now, now this girl is coming, walking down the hallway, and he tries to look cool, but she does not even look at him. And in detention, he walks in, and everybody's sitting there going, moo, moo. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> um, and we see, uh, we see this black kid, Billy, is, like, stressing over a map, and he's, like, lining all of his colored pencils up in, in order. And he's like, you know, and, and, and this, this is where we get the ginger bully. You know, yes. coming up and starts like breaking his pencils, and Jason intervenes, just and doesn't like punch him, just straight up bitch slaps, slaps this guy, <laughs> Pow! and I was like, damn, that was uh, that was interesting. And uh, the girl from earlier gets a text to come to the ladies' room, and she meets these two girls in the bathroom. And um, I could not really follow what was going on between these three because they said like, oh, you sent that picture of me to somebody or. I don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't. High school that. drama. H- high was, school drama. It was modern, something with a guy. I'm so glad there weren't smartphones when I was in high school because that would have made everything so much worse. I was gonna say. I think the guy like was saying that he did something with her, like spreading rumors, uh-huh. even though she never did anything with him. Maybe. So I then she sent some kind of embarrassing thing, and I can't remember what it was. I thought it was a photo, but, but yeah, like, it was a photo. Oh, I just okay. can't remember what it was of. Oh, okay. Um, and they're like, we're cutting you out. And they, they, like, pull out this picture of the three of them, like, pair of scissors and cut her out of the side of it. And then, like, this, like, really, you know, scary, like, stab the picture to the wall yeah. with the scissors. <laughs> and kind of like, wow, what that, what are you cutting them, what are you cutting her out of? The cheerleading squad? Um, but then, like, when, when she pulled the, when she pulled the scissors out of the wall, I thought she was going to start, like, cutting herself. Oh. Or something. I was like, ugh. But then, no, she... <laughs> She just cuts her hair. Which she really did. Which oh, she, she really, really did? did that. Did it really look like that? I'm <laughs> sure it had to take some probably actual... To, yeah, probably had to touch it up somewhere. Yeah, a stylist to fix it like that, because it looked pretty good for just randomly cutting yeah, your hair. Yeah, with, with a, you know, not even a pair of like actual hair-cutting shears. My sister would go crazy over that, because she, <laughs> she is a stylist. Um, so we've got three rangers so far. They're all in detention. Where are the other two? Um, as Jason is leaving detention, Billy follows him. I was like, hey, we should hang out. And like, Jason's like, I got a house arrest. I can't. I got to be home by seven. <laughs> but uh, Billy knows how to trick the anklet. He <laughs> says he knows how to trick the SIM card. Uh, which, but, but, but Jason goes home anyways. And there's a newspaper clipping on the wall that says Angel Grove's Golden Boy with his picture on it. And uh, this is where you notice he's wearing a leg brace. I guess this yeah. was a result of the crash where right. he wrecked his truck. Um and he hears his mom and dad arguing, and then he looks at the clock, and it's 6.22. He has to get to Billy's place by 7 to fix his anklet. So he leaves on his bicycle. And when 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 he knocks on a door, Billy's mom is like, oh, my God, Jason Scott. And, small um, town, I guess. There must be a very small town. Um, I thought <laughs> I I thought I went to a small town high school, but this, uh, this is uh, something else. Um, Billy starts like randomly while, while he's down there billy randomly starts going on about his dad about how his dad and died I, did he die in the mine or? i think so that's okay. what he died in the mine yeah while he's fixing jason's anklet and now now the anklet's fixed he doesn't have house arrest he they can go somewhere and to into the old mine that uh, billy's dad used to work at which is a gold mine and i love this joke i laughed really hard at this one billy says i'm on the spectrum which by at this point i'm like duh 
And oh, we have another connection to Defendor. Oh, you're we right, have... right. Yeah, he's on the spectrum too. Uh, but no, and Jason goes, is that like a workout program? <laughs> <laughs> At least that was a joke. At least he wasn't being sincere. No, it was a joke. And then he's like, is, is that? he's like, no, it's a joke, Bill. He's like, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're carrying some kind of trunk, like some big box of something. Um, Jason starts to leave, but then he sees someone sitting on top of an abandoned train car, and he's the, the guy is watching some girl doing yoga through a pair of binoculars, and this girl is doing yoga while listening to death metal, which to me is like, uh, is that kind of counterproductive? I thought <laughs> yoga was supposed to be like a calming experience. Well, maybe that calms her. I guess, maybe. I, mean, I, I can listen to heavy metal a lot, but um, there are moments when I need to listen to something like Frank Sinatra. Um <laughs> So now all five rangers are in the same place at the same time. Uh, Jason sees Kimberly uh, from <laughs> detention. She um, going swimming in the lake, and of course she's wearing pink underwear. She well, just, I mean, every one of these people wear their color of ranger some way, at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just Kimberly, it always happens to be her lingerie, or whatever. Because mm. she, she always, she, a lot of times, she's going around with this like tank top, but she's got you know like a bra on that that you can see underneath it and it's always pink. Yeah. Um, uh, they're talking and uh, Jason feels like people in the town blame him for their football losing season and Kimberly says he should leave and he's just like, well, let's go, let's go, let's leave because she wants to leave too. She doesn't like, she doesn't like this, this small town. She hates it. But, uh, but Billy is setting up explosives in the rock. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm guessing this is stuff his dad had. At first, it doesn't work. He flips the switch and nothing happens, but then he's like, oh, this wire's unplugged. Plug. Boom. <laughs> Kaboom. I'm like, you should have you should have flipped the switch before you plug that in, but okay. Um, they find this big, weird rock formation like glass, and they can see the Zeo stones in there. And um, the Asian guy, um, Zach, starts just hammering away at this, at this glass, getting all these stones out. And, uh, hey, how much do you think they're worth? You know, like, like you... If if you'd had a black character acting like he did, it probably would have been considered racist. Yeah, probably. Because um, like, See yeah, that. he's all about you know taking taking stuff. What he, what can he sell? You know, yeah. Well, we find out why. Yeah, we do find out. We do find out why later. Um, so they each have their own respective stones before. Oh, security guys are showing up, and they all have to split. Um, Jason drives around to pick up Kimberly and Trini. Um, Trini, excuse me. Um, and, uh, they're all in this van. They're in Billy's mom's van, which is a Dodge Caravan, which, so, like, some of the driving in this part, I'm just rolling my eyes at, like, yeah, Dodge Caravan would never do that. Uh, but, uh, so they're, they're escaping, you know, everybody gets into the van eventually, and, uh, now they have to try and outrun a train to the train crossing. For a second, it looks like they made it, but then they don't make it, because they get hit by this train. Yeah. So Jason's been in two pretty big wrecks in like 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah, the first, and I'm not even sure if it's been 20 minutes or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, then we see right. uh, Jason's dad out on a fishing boat, and of course it's storming. It's always got to be storming when you're on a fishing boat in a movie. Uh, <laughs> that made me think of it. There was an episode of American Dad where one of the characters got a job on the deadliest catch or something, and they were watching him on TV, and he's just like hugging this, the, like the mast on the ship or whatever it is, and they're like, "Come on, man, you gotta work!" And he goes, "You said it wasn't gonna rain today." <laughs> That's just what that made me think of. Um, 
But then they find, you know, when, while they're unloading all this fish, they happen to find the mummified Rita and put her on ice. And Jason wakes up in his bedroom and his leg brace is gone. And he still has the stone from last night. So do the rest of them. Billy, Billy is stronger. He's, he like tries to open this little like locker he's got in his room and <laughs> yeah. actually like, pulls the whole door off. Um, Jason breaks the sink. Just yeah, trying to Jason put his breaks the sink. Um, he well, first he left the stone on his dresser, then went to the bathroom, and suddenly the stone is there on the bathroom sink. Um, so he's like freaking out. Obviously, Kim uh, gets texts from her former friends, and she just crushes her phone in her bare hands. Um, oops. Yeah. Oops. Uh, how are you gonna How are you gonna explain that one out? <laughs> like, Mom, Dad, I need a new phone. I accidentally crushed mine. Um, the, the bully encounters Billy and I almost say that right. The bully encounters Billy in the hallway, and at first is like, "I'm just gonna quietly snap your wrist," but then he can't. And then he tries to headbutt him and knocks himself <laughs> out. And, and everyone's like, "Ooh, nice one, Billy!" Like all these people, like, and you know, the girls like, "Hey, Billy!" It is like the opposite of the first Spider-Man movie, where you know, Spider-Man wins the fight against the bully, and the guy looks at him and goes, "Jesus, Parker, you are a freak!" <laughs> no. Like that is not what I would say to someone who I just saw kick someone else's ass. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Jason and Kimberly are they they meet each other and like talking about last night, and they're like, "Okay, we all have we have to go back to this mine to figure out what happened." Uh, now, back on the fishing boat, this cop is investigating the boat with Rita on board, and there's an idiotic fish jump scare. Like, he's, you know, he's down in the hole, there's fish everywhere, they're all on ice, and, like, one of the fish, like, some of the fish, like, flop out onto the floor, and it's like, was that supposed to scare me? Was that supposed, <laughs> that was like the shittiest jump scare I've ever seen. Um, but uh, then, like, of course, Rita wakes up, comes back to life, blah, 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 blah. Um, now they find Zach at the same place where they found the stone, and they find Trini as well. Um, who runs up the wall? Yeah, who like you know, apparently she's really good at climbing now. Like, <laughs> do they all have the same superpowers, or are they all different? Yeah, it seems like they're the same. Seems like they're the same. Um, so they follow Trini to the edge of a cliff, and she just jumps right across. It's like this um, big ravine or something. Yeah, jumps right across. Everybody else does. Billy at first doesn't want to make the jump, but he does it anyways. And whenever he does, he starts to celebrate, but then he falls backwards into the ravine. And they're like, "Oh my well, mainly god!" Because he landed on the side of the wall at first. Yeah, yeah, he and did, and then he pulled himself, himself up, up, and that's when he was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah!" But then he <clears> falls <throat> off. Um, and. Then they, and of course they think he's dead when they hear him calling from the bottom. So of course they're all like, okay, let's all just jump in too. And it's so funny because I just got done watching a Watch Mojo video on top 20 uh, bad movie logic, like, you know, stuff in movies that would never work in real life. And one of them was falling into water is like falling into a cloud, which it's not. You know, if a human body hits the water, you know, if you're falling 120 miles per hour, which most bodies would, that water's going to feel like concrete when you hit it. But it of is. course, they're they superpowers, superpowers, right? So. they got superpowers now. Um, so yeah, that's when they all fall in the water and, uh, oh yeah, we're, hey look, we're all glowing. And uh, um, of course, they, they all glow their different colors. And then Billy notices something at the bottom of the lake or whatever it is that they're in, underwater, underground but stuff. I like that part because that goes... Look, I'm black. And Billy's like, what? no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I really like the direction... I mean, I guess Billy in the original was kind of a nerd. Um, but I was not expecting him to be a nerd in this movie. I was not expecting him to be on the spectrum either. But they did a... That, that, was, that was really... He was probably my favorite character. My favorite out of the five. Oh, yeah. I agree. Um, I think most people agree with that, actually. Yeah. 
and um, the guy who played him did a very good job. Like, you know, a superhero on the spectrum could lead to uh, great comedic value, and it did several times. Um, but yeah, they're looking at the bottom of the wa- at the bottom of the lake, and they 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 reach what looks like another like surface for the water, and they're like, oh. We're upside down. Like somehow the water is in this cave and it's like yeah. the ceiling is made of water and they fall through it. Um, and um, then they find, at first I wasn't sure if this was a mega, the Megazord or just an alien ship. It's an alien ship. Uh, and their coins start glowing and a door opens up. So of course, what do they do? They go inside. I mean, totally. It's like, that's what everyone would do. Not, not me. I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here now. Um, they hear something inside, something... Uh, Something scurrying around, and then stuff starts like moving and powering up, and doors start closing so they can't get out. And there's this set of glowing eyes coming down the hallway, and they all try to hide, but it finds them. <laughs> of course. And what? Well, who we have? Of course, it's Alpha Five. Now, Alpha Five in the original was voiced by um, Richard Horvitz, who is the same guy who did the voice for Invader Zim. I actually have a picture of me with him on the wall behind you. Um, <laughs> But I will say Bill Hader, I think, was a good choice for this particular Alpha 5. Um, and he's been waiting 60... I love, I love it when they're like... He's like, I've been waiting so long for you. And they're like, how long are you? How long have you been waiting? He goes, what day is it? And they're like, Monday. He goes, okay, uh, 65 million, million years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and uh, there's... They, he... And then he said, that, like, like he's like, you all have your, your, your coins, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, ah, yes, different colors, different kids, different colored kids. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's getting close to, uh, to crossing the line there. Uh, <clears throat> but um, now that he takes them into, like, the command center of the yeah. ship or whatever, and there's yeah. this big glowing nebulous thing in the middle of the room, and he asks them to step into the footprints. And, of course, when they do, Zordon comes back to life. Now, I, I got to say, I like the way they did Zordon in this movie because he's, he's just like this big... It's like a bunch of stones in the wall, but they still form a face. Right. And you can still tell it's Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. Um, and Zordon is surprised to see that they're teenagers. Yeah, so it changes it from the 90s version yeah, where they wanted like, teenagers yeah, they and wanted he's teenagers mad they're teenagers. Yeah, he's like, whoa! These are children. How are they supposed to help us? But in Brian Cranston's voice, so it sounds awesome. Um, I'm sorry, Brian Cranston may be my favorite one. It, he is like probably really close tied with, uh, Gary, with, with Oldman. Gary Oldman. I was gonna say for you, Gary Oldman. Yeah, I, mean, I freaking love Gary Oldman. But Brian Cranston, he was actually in the original Power Rangers show as one of the bad guys in one episode. Oh, you know, actually, I have it. He voiced Twin Man and Snizzard. Snizzard. Okay, but yeah, he's, it's like there is nothing, I mean, he's an Oscar, I think he's Oscar nominated, I'm not sure if he's won anything yet, but he's been Oscar nominated, he's a fantastic actor, but he's still not above doing the voice of a geriatric superhero in <laughs> Supermansion. Have you ever watched that show? Alex? I watched a couple episodes, but God, no, I haven't gotten back to so it. so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Brian Cranston, because he's, he's just as big of a geek, I think, as, as a lot of us are. Um, like he's done a lot of voice work for anime before. Oh, okay. Um, just a lot of stuff. Anyway, so um, yes, uh, and and I was confused at first because I thought that he said the thing in the middle of the room, the big glowing thing, was the Zeo crystal, but apparently it was a piece of it, or I don't know. Um, but the crystal is the thing that lets life that let, lets Earth support life. Each planet with life on it has a piece of the crystal. If the crystal gets taken away, the planet dies. And. Uh, 
oh man, the uh, the product placement in this movie later on is like <laughs> worse than Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like, oh my <clears throat> gosh, it's so bad. Um, the one thing is, but Sonic, from what you told me, made it sound like there's multiples of it, though. Well, there were two different things, but you never actually saw an Olive Garden. Oh. Like, they talked about Olive Garden, okay. and they talked about Zillow, but you never actually saw one. Now, when we get to that, I'll tell you a story about my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, we know who had the advertising dollars. Like, <clears throat> like so many movies, like the like just about any movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're going to see an Audi somewhere. Someone <laughs> is going to be driving an Audi. Or, I mean, I think actually in one of them it was Hyundai. But you can tell who has the advertising dollars for these movies. Um but Kimberly starts to question anything and she everything, and she's like, um, "I have a wet wedgie." Like, what a line! How could you say that with a straight face? I'd be like, "I have a, I have a wet, I have a wet." I couldn't, I couldn't do that with a straight face. Um, and then Zordon just is like silence, and they're all suddenly like floating in the air, and Jason is suddenly on his couch back at home. He opens the door and goes outside and there's no one out there and suddenly his house is gone. So I'm like, okay, we got a dream sequence or a vision or something. And they all get visions of Rita and the devastation that she's going to cause. So then they're back in the ship and that was that was a vision of the future. And Rita will create Goldar to rip the crystal from the earth. <coughs> I remember Goldar being like an actual talking character. He was in like every episode. Yeah, Goldar was a lot different in this, like making him from actual gold mm -hmm, mm -hmm. versus in the original. He he was like a blue-faced alien yeah, that just wore a gold suit. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I want to say he was voiced by Frank Welker, but I may be wrong. That I do not know. Um, so they have 11 days to stop Rita. Like, How do you know exactly how long it's going to take? Nobody's even seen Rita yet. Nobody knows that she's awake. Or I think they probably feel it, though, is yeah, what I'm maybe, thinking. Maybe, since they have that you know deep connection. <clears throat> but Zordon basically tells Jason that he's the leader. Uh, Rita was a ranger, too, but betrayed Zordon and his team. And now they have to train to stop Rita. But, like, the other four are like, screw this, we're out. And Jason goes after him, you know, to talk to them. Yeah. And this is now, just now, they finally introduce... Trini as Trini. It's 45 minutes into this movie. And, like, shouldn't they have, you know, kind of introduced her a little bit earlier, I think? Uh, or at least given her a name? Because, like, this whole time Zach's been calling her Crazy Girl. <laughs> like, Crazy Girl, yeah, you're over there doing your karate... What did she say? Like, what did he say? Like, karate kid dancing or something like that? Um, but Jason's just like, hey, I'm going to be back here at 4 p.m. tomorrow. If you guys want to come, you should come. Um... But then we see Zach at home preparing. At first, I thought like he's like stealing medicine from somebody because he lives in a trailer. Right. Uh, but no, he's actually preparing medication for his mother. And we see Trini at home with her family, and her mother may be the most high-strung mother character I have ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like she's sitting down. Trini's sitting down, and her mom's like, "So what did you do today? Did you talk to anybody? What did you do?" Like she asked her, and and the dad even says, "Like you just asked her four questions without giving her time to answer <laughs> any right. of them." And the mom's just like, "But we just need to know what you've been doing." We need to know. And, and and dad's like, "Okay, honey, can you tell us something you did today?" And she goes. Me and four kids from Angel Grove found a spaceship today, and I'm pretty sure I'm a superhero. Pee in this cup! Yeah, pee in this cup. Now, they did show that part in the trailer, but good. Oh, did they? I don't even remember the trailer. I, I, would, have, I would have run away from home a long time ago if that was my mother. Um, 
Now we see Jason looking at the twisted remains of his truck, like the, the body of this truck is demolished. But the dad's like, well, the frame's still straight, the engine still runs, so I'll let you decide what you want to do with it. I'm like, it's probably not worth anything, but okay. Um, and the cop shows up to tell his dad that something bad has happened on his boat. Uh, Rita is killing people and taking any gold they may have. Teeth, jewelry, anything. You must have loved that teeth part, right? Um, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too I've bad seen way worse. Actually, yeah, I'm sure you have. You didn't actually see anybody getting their teeth pulled out of their mouths. Um, <laughs> anybody who doesn't know, two things Josh can't stand. Feet and teeth pulling scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me wonder, how do you like Tarantino so much? Um, yeah, sometimes his movies are hard to watch. Because he is the complete opposite with, of feet. Yeah, he's, he's like... Yes, he has a foot, foot fetish. fetish film yes. extraordinaire. Anyways, but no, we still love you, Quentin. Um, so next day, Jason and the others are all back at the pit. They're like, okay, we're going to do this. And Zordon is saying there are three rules to being a Power Ranger. Never use power for personal gain. Never escalate a fight unless your enemy forces you to and never reveal your identities. Like, was that part of the original show? I don't remember that. Uh, can't say for sure. Okay. Um, and he's like, <laughs> he says, you have to morph. Have any of you morphed before? And Zach says, yes, but only in the shower. <laughs> I was surprised at how often this, this show made me laugh. This movie made me laugh. I was expecting it to make me go, ugh, a lot more, but uh, it, it, there was a lot less groaning and a lot more laughter. There was one part towards the end I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard. Um, so they must, like, connect to each other and the morphing grid in order to morph, and, you know, it looks like they're about to morph, but then everything stops. And Zordon's like, okay, take them to the pit, which sounds horrifying. Yes. Uh, the pit? What kind of pit are we talking about? But uh, it's just a uh, like a training area simulation. They have to fight simulations of the putties. And I'm so glad. That, I, I will say I like, the, I, I like the design for the putties in this so much more than the original show. Because the original show, they look so stupid. Oh, they were just wearing like they gray just, skin yeah, suits gray with leotards a gray mat. And, and the, I, don't, I don't know... I don't know if they if they made the same sounds they made in the Japanese version of the show, but they to me they always sound like going, woo, woo. Yeah. like that's that, that's what I think of when I think of putties. And then I remember after the first after Lord Zed came back, they had Z's in the chest, and they all had to they had to break the Z's in order to kill them or something like that. Uh, that's right, because I forgot Rita had like a like a. a um, a pottery forge or something in her secret lair, and that's where she made all of her monsters. I forgot about that. Yep. Yep. <sighs> but I love this because Zach's like, oh, it's like a hologram. Then the hologram punches him across the pit. <laughs> and Billy's like, that is a strong ass hologram. <laughs> and now we get um, our training montage. Every good ho superhero movie's got to have a training montage, and this one just happens to be playing Hands by Fitz and the Tantrums. You can make uh, your hands clap. What's a catchy song? I like that. Yeah. I do too. Um, the whole family and, and, claps in the van when that song comes on. <laughs> That's good. Um, and 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 while while they're, they they keep failing miserably at all of these course. fights, and 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 at one point I just had to write this down because Alpha's like, you know, you guys could be murdered, right? <laughs> and they still can't morph. So so every time they can't morph, it's like take them to the pit. And, yeah. and Zordon just sounds so sinister yeah, when he see. says that. Like, are we going to die? <clears throat> um, now, Billy is looking at his maps because his, his room looks like something out of a beautiful mind because he's got strings and stuff 
stuff, you know, nailed to the floor, nailed to the, to the, to the walls everywhere and strings and everything. So of course, you know, he's supposed to be the super anal, um, you know, nerd guy, but he's trying to figure out the exact location of the Zeo crystal. I don't know how he did it, but the next thing we see is him standing in the middle of the street, looking at a Krispy Kreme. So when I had a friend who went to see this, like, they were like, just got out of Power Rangers. Now I really want a Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> and I hadn't seen the movie yet. So I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'd be like getting out of Sonic and going, who wants Olive Garden? <laughs> yes. The, um, the, uh, the, the, oh God, the, the, the placement, the product placement for, <clears throat> for Krispy Kreme is hilarious. Um, I tell you, man, when I lived in Japan, and I, they, they opened a couple of Krispy Kremes in Osaka, and I was like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> but, dude, there'd be like a line. You'd have to stand in line for Krispy oh. Kreme there. Ooh. But they had awesome flavors like strawberry cheesecake and like uh, green tea and matcha and stuff like that. Mm, I'm making myself hungry now. Good thing Krispy Kreme's not open right now. <laughs> um, but now we see, you know, short newsreel about the Angel Grove gold killer. That's what they're calling Rita because she's killing people for their gold. And Alpha's like, okay, you guys need some incentive. Let me show you something. Maybe she uh, is channeling her inner leprechaun. Me gold! <laughs> Who steals me gold won't live through the night. <laughs> um, now this is literally the one hour mark. And they're finally introducing them to the Zords. Uh, Zoids, sorry. Zords. No, Zords. Zords. Well, there, yeah, there were Zords. And then there was another show later on, like in the early 2000s, called Zoids. So sometimes oh, I, I get them mixed that. up. Okay. But, you know, the Zords were always my favorite part. Because, you know me, I love giant robots. Love them. So I was like, okay, now we're talking. This is what <laughs> I want to see. Uh, but no, you're not ready. You have to morph in order to to uh, connect with them or Zord, something. Yeah. But that doesn't stop but, Zach from no. somehow taking his... I mean, they don't call it a mastodon, but it's supposed to... I mean, to me, it looks kind of like a giant beetle. Um, yeah. It doesn't stop him from taking that thing for a spin in broad daylight, crashing out of the side of a mountain, almost takes out a I van full of nuns. <laughs> I laughed. That was one of those great movies where they're all like, go tell it on the mountain. And I'm just like this giant monster robot thing crashing behind them. Nobody saw it even. And like, yeah, nobody saw that. That's what I find that the hardest to believe. In this age where everyone has a cell phone, nobody saw that. They must really live out in the middle of nowhere. And when he gets back, you know, he comes crashing back in, almost kills a bunch of, kills everybody. And Jason starts fighting him when he gets back. Like, you idiot! Starts punching him. But then Billy kind of stops the fight. He's like, no, stop! And jumps in between them. And then suddenly morphs. Suddenly he's the Blue Ranger. And yep. Zordon's like, oh, go home, go home. And they're like, no, no, he just morphed. But, uh, yeah, because he's like, can you do it again? Yeah, do it and again. Can't and he do can't it. do it. So Zordon's like, if you can't morph, you new aren't Rangers. So as they're getting out, you know, Zach's like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, camp up here in the mountains for tonight. You guys can stay if you want. Um, and, uh, you know, but but I think, yeah, Jason goes back in to talk to Zordon. But Zordon's like, I'll destroy Rita on my own. You can put me back in my body. You can bring me back to life or something. Yep. And Jason's mad because he thinks Zordon only wants to get his body back. He only wants to be, you know, alive again. Um, and but Zordon's like, Jason, you need me out of this wall to lead the team. Now we cut. Now this was great. We cut to a couple, you know, lovey-dovey, smoochy couple looking at wedding rings in a jewelry store, and you know what's going to happen. Rita walks in dripping wet. Now <coughs> dripping wet, and the woman behind the counter just looks at her and is like, "I'll be with you in a moment." Like if I saw that walking into the store, I'd be like, 
calling the cops immediately. Yeah. I mean, she did have a scared look on her face. So, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, she does eventually push the silent alarm button, and she's like, "Rita's like, I want gold. Show me gold." And Rita starts eating the jewelry. <laughs> she's like eating it and glowing. And then she takes the lady's necklace off and melts it into her staff. And now the cop shows up. A cop. One, one cop. cop. This must be a need. small town. <laughs> um, he shoots Rita and she flies backwards. But of course she's not dead. Actually, that was another one of those Watch Mojo dumb movie logic things. Just when you shoot somebody, they go flying Fine back. back. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't happen. Um, it's been... And she's, and she's like... It's been too long since I've raised my beautiful creatures. Did you miss me? And I thought at first she was, like, raising up Goldar, but I, I guess it was just a putty. But yeah. regardless, it kills the cop. Um, now we're back to the rangers around the campfire, and they're talking about trying to morph, and what do they think about when they're trying to morph? Because Zordon's always being like, no, you must think of each other. You must think of, you must focus and imagine yourselves. You know, blah, blah, you know, not Just kind of being a little stiff about it. And, um... Tell them why they were all yeah. in detention and everything. Yeah, they start. T- yeah, this is their like bonding <clears throat> moment. Uh, Zach talks about his mom and how sick she is, and sometimes he's afraid to stay home at night because he's afraid she'll pass in the night. And like when she passes, he doesn't have anybody. And Billy says his secret is that he loves country music, <laughs> um, and he says he doesn't miss his dad as much now that he has all of them. And they're like, why were you in detention? Oh, I blew up my lunchbox. (laughs) Now, Kimberly doesn't want to share. She's like, no, no, I'm not ready. Skip me. Trini. Well, Jason, at first, he doesn't share because, like, everybody knows me. Everybody knows who I am. Trini. What about about Trini? I would say just the fact that she's been in three schools in three years Mm because she doesn't get along with her parents. And the fact that she's a lesbian. Yeah. Which got this movie an 18-plus rating in Russia. So, apparently, they... Do not allow that. Really? Yeah. So I found that pretty interesting. Well, I mean, I imagine they would have had to either change it or not release it at all in places like the Middle East. Right. That's true, too. You know, the South is not the only place where homosexuality (laughs) is frowned upon. Um, So when all this is done, and, and, and Trini's like, when all this is done, are we Power Rangers or are we friends? Like, what? What do we do? What do we do after all this is done? But that night... Rita visits Trini in her bed. She's just like face to face, hovering right over her, and and um, you know that she try, and Trini tries to fight her, and she's and, and Rita just says, "Oh, if you could morph, we'd be having a very different conversation. You still haven't morphed yet." <laughs> um, and she's like, "Should I kill you? I killed the Yellow Ranger before, and I loved it. I'll show you my armor if you show me yours." <laughs> like, oh yeah, okay. No subtle undertones there. <laughs> And she wants the Zeo crystal. She tells Trini, if Trini tells her where she is, where it is, she will spare her. And when she destroys Angel Grove, now Kimberly visits Jason. She thinks she's and she thinks she's the reason that they can't morph. And this is where I thought there was a little bit more, uh, yeah, uh, um, uh, uh, shedding light on what what her problem is. She says, I think some girl sent her like a lewd pic. And she sent it to the guy, to some guy, being like, "Is this the kind of girl you want to bring home to your mother?" And okay. I think the guy sent it out to a bunch of his friends, and that's why she punched him out. That must be what it was. Yeah, um, knocked a tooth out or something. And yeah, and Jason said, "Yeah, you did an awful thing, but that doesn't make you an awful person." And then they get a message from Trini. They all meet up at the football stadium, which I'm like, "Does nobody <laughs> lock up anything in this town? Like, they're all just, hey, we're all gonna show up at the football stadium." 
Um, and she tells them about Rita. And Jason tells them about Zordon's plan, but they need to do something. They need to kill Rita. So they all decide that. And we get a slow motion shot of, you know, team walking all together. You know, I always think of Guardians of the Galaxy when I see that. <laughs> or, um, like, uh, Armageddon or Monsters, Inc. You know, all of them walking slow motion. Um, and they're getting, like, chains and stuff to try and kill Rita. Like, do you really think, you know... She's like an intergalactic super being. You really think a chain or a, or, or a scythe is going to be enough to kill her? And um, they think they find her at the docks, but it's actually some homeless guy she tied up. And then Rita attacks from the ceiling. And of course they get their asses kicked because they can't morph. She ties them all up. And she's like, I'm going to start killing you one by one until you tell me where the crystal is. And Billy tells her that the crystal is at Krispy Kreme. And as she's leaving, she drops Billy in the water. Like she just, you know makes a motion with her hand and his 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 ropes come undone and he falls into the water now and then she just let she leaves she drops the rest of them and i'm like why are supervillains so fucking stupid you could have just killed them all right there and no there would have been nobody to fight you you'd have been <laughs> fine but um yeah like she doesn't feel threatened by him i guess i guess she's super super arrogant um so they pull billy out of the water and they think he's dead. He's dead. He is officially he's dead. dead. They, they, don't, they don't think he's dead. Now, this is what I couldn't believe. Because earlier in the movie, when he was swimming in, in the underground lake, he could hold his water for a lot. Or hold his water. He I could, don't think he drowned, though. I think Rita did something to him okay. when she did the... You, you might the, be right. The force, as the, I would call force. it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, he's been, in the, he's been in the water for 30 seconds. And yeah. he survived much longer underwater earlier Yeah, I don't movie. think it was the water was supposed to kill him. So they carry him off to the to the to the ravine to the drop off, and they all jump in again. And they you get a nice version of Stand by Me right here that I yeah that was kind of cool. I, I didn't I didn't I wasn't expecting that. Um, uh, and then they get to the ship and they ask Zordon for help, and Zordon says that you know he's talking with Jason. He's like, we were both reckless with our teams. Um, and Jason takes responsibility for Billy's death. He says he'd trade his life for Billy's if he could. Kimberly says maybe he traded his life for theirs. And they all agree that they would do the same. Now the grid starts to open up so Zordon can come through and for a second his, his face disappears from the wall, but then it comes back. And they're like, Zordon, that was your only chance. I don't know why he only had one chance to come through, to come back into his physical form. Um, yeah, I'm not sure either. But, um, but instead, he's like, instead he, he chose that Billy should live again. So yep. suddenly... Yeah, he says only one can come back, and now Billy is suddenly alive again. Don't know how that happened. And I love this, because Billy stands up, and he's like, did I die? And and someone says, a little bit. <laughs> and Zordon says, there can only be one ranger, and this is Jason's time. And, and I love this line, because Billy looks at Jason and says, we gotta go to Krispy Kreme, and not for donuts. <laughs> And this is where I put on my list. The Krispy Kreme placement in this movie is almost as bad as the Zillow and Olive Garden placement in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and now, Jason, we finally get the iconic It's Morphin' Time. Well, they don't do that in the other movies. They didn't? No. Well, I always remember that from the TV show. No, I know. it's from the show, but that's what I'm saying. It's the first time they actually got to say it in a movie. Well, I guess in the other movies, you know, the TV show was still... I mean, I don't know if, if there's a new... There's. I mean, they're always coming out with new Power Rangers, but I don't know if there's a, a, a current one on TV right now. But, like, in 95, yeah, Power Rangers was still on the TV, so they didn't really, they probably didn't really have to do all this exposition and introducing new characters and stuff like that. They were probably just like, here, these are the characters, this is the movie. True. So they know that's going to happen. 
Um, and we get another slow motion team walking shot, just <laughs> like Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, Rita is at the gold mine in full green garb, and she starts to call up Goldar. And to me, it's like, this gold was not very deep underground, because it's just like, bloop, it's right there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then Goldar starts to starts to form. Um, and the rangers are heading back to the surface and find putties coming, ta- coming down to face them. Like, underwater, the putties <laughs> are underwater, and they just, like, boom, make, make short work of them, even though the training had nothing to do with fighting underwater. <laughs> um, they get to the surface, and now they're surrounded by putties, and Jason suddenly has a sword. He's the only one. He's the only one, because, like, I remember in the old show, like, they all had a weapon. Like, yep. like I, know, I know the Red Ranger had a sword. I think the Black Ranger had... Did he have size? Or did he have... Or was that the Blue Ranger? Because I remember they would all form their weapons together to make this, like, really big gun. Right. Um, I can't remember. I remember what you're talking about, but... Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Rita actually says the line, Make my monster grow. <laughs> I Like, but, like, it, she's the one doing it, like... <sighs> I guess, because it was always, Magic Wand, make my monster grow, in the yeah. old show. So I was like, who is she talking to when she says that? Because she's, like, <laughs> making him as she's, t- whatever. Um, it's like a spell. <laughs> you just have to say it. I guess, I guess. <laughs> like a Harry Potter thing. Um, no, I, I had to laugh when I heard that, because uh, when Pacific Rim Uprising, the second one came out, um, I was watching a review of it, and the guy who was reviewing it was a big Power Rangers fan, and he was like, there is literally a magic wand, make my monster grow moment in this movie. <laughs> like, we're, we're like three of the kaiju become one big kaiju. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, Zack comes back with his mastodon zord and, make, and just wastes the putties, <laughs> and now they see Goldar off in the distance walking towards the town. Now this is the part I've been waiting this whole freaking movie for. And because they, so they're all in their zords, and I had to laugh because Billy starts to say "Yippee ki yay, mother," and then he goes, "Yeah, no, m- mother's good." Because like <laughs> earlier in the movie, when he beat up or when he beat up the bully, they were like, uh, someone said like something like, "Oh yeah," he was like, "You beat up that douchebag." He's like, "Yeah, I beat up that that." It, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> so now we finally have the theme song. We finally have the Power Rangers theme song, which I will admit that show had a kick-ass theme song. Um, and Billy's Triceratops is somehow running backwards. <laughs> He's like, this isn't like my mom's minivan. Um, and Rita, Rita is like walking in front of Goldar as he's just destroying stuff. And she's like, to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> and he destroys a building and she's like, not there. <laughs> um, so Rita starts to call up more putties and six them on the Power Rangers. Now the Power Rangers are in their zords. What are putties going to do? Like, why would you even try that? Jason, now, I thought this was hilarious because I'm like, were you guys trying to call out somebody at this part? Because there's a yellow Camaro there. Jason stomps on it and throws it into this bunch of putties and says, sorry, Bumblebee. So I'm like, were you guys trying to call out the uh, the Transformers franchise? Because if I'm, mista- I'm mis- unless I'm mistaken, they made a lot more money than you did. Uh, <laughs> they made a lot more movies than they did, at least. No, they made more money, which is why they made more movies. Yeah, which they need. To, I think they finally stopped making them. I think after that was it the last night, which I never saw. I don't know. Uh, the last one I saw was the fourth one, which I'm like, it's like three hours long and it's boring. I'm like, how do you make a movie about giant robots killing each other? Being is that boring? the first one with Mark Wahlberg when he first came in? I think so. Yeah, yeah. 
Did he so. ruin the Transformer franchise somehow? I don't know <laughs> if it was him. I think it might have been Michael Bay. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Um, that was either calling out Transformers or really blatant product placement again. Um, so now I, I paused it at one point and I was like, there's still 30 minutes left in this movie. What? And, uh, at the, and also at this point I was like, you know what? I think the Krispy Kreme placement in this movie is actually worse than Sonic because at one point, like you see a Krispy Kreme cup that's like turned over and Rita sees it and she's like, Krispy Kreme. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I finally found you. Um, <laughs> Now Jason's dad is out looking for him when he sees Goldar and ends up wrecking his truck and Jason sees it from a distance. So of course he has to go save his dad now. Um, I'm still waiting for the Megazord at this time. At this point, I'm like, come on guys, please. Um, Kimberly picks up the Triceratops and her pterodactyl and drops it on Rita and Goldar. And suddenly all the putties fall apart. Like, are they really trying to fake that, that Rita's dead? Because Goldar <laughs> starts to melt for a second, but then he stops. And picks up Rita, and she's suddenly fine. And I'm like, was that fake out really necessary? Come on. <laughs> now Goldar finds the crystal. Of course, it's, you know, underground in yeah. the middle of this intersection. <laughs> now all the Zords are, like, lined up trying to trying to hold Goldar back, and they're just unloading, which I don't remember them having guns in the original show. Mm. I don't remember the Zords having guns. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm not sure. I can't say. But, uh... You know, this is the point of the movie where, like, oh, no, are they going to be able to do this? Are they going to die? Which, I mean, come on. Who wouldn't? I'm sitting here going, guys, let's let's move it along. We know you're faking. Come on. Uh, Kim gets hit by a fireball, and her, and her pterodactyl's on fire, and they're all getting pushed toward the pit. It's all, you know, still all side by side holding the line. Zack passes out. And I'm like, come on, guys. Just make the Megazord already. So they all get pushed into the pit into the pit where the, the crystal is. And Goldar goes for the pit, but then the Megazord comes out. And I'm like, it's about freaking time. This is what I've been waiting this entire movie for. <laughs> and and again, Billy has a great line here. It's like, it's like a Mama Zord. <laughs> no, no, that sounds lame. Like a, like a Megazord. Like, very, very good. Nice, nice way to do that. Uh, and then Goldar like consumes Rita. Like yeah. just, she like melts into him. And now the fight begins, except... But yeah, I like this. The Megazord trips over its own feet. And I'm like, oh, that was hilarious. And Billy's like, that that might have been my fault. I'm sorry, that might have been my fault. And, but no, like, no, they each control a limb. Which, like, I admit, in the original show, they never really mentioned why or, like, what all five of them were doing inside no, the No, they Megazord. just all went into the one little, the like, one, command center yeah. place. And they were able to, I like this part. Yeah, I'm like, you so, gotta work together. Yeah, it's like they're, they they each have a, have a limb you have to control. So huge CD... CG battle uh, commences, and now Goldar has his signature sword. But that's when they they pull the suplex move that they learned in the pit. They just pick him up, flip over, bam! German suplex. German suplex, and then they they um, they run sword, or they actually uh, run Goldar through with the uh, the Megazord swords. I didn't like like they just decide, oh yeah, we have swords. Like no, see. If they were going to spend 30 minutes on stuff in this movie, they should have spent 30 minutes talking about how the mega how the zords work instead of just saying like, "Oh yeah, there are these things here. You can you can use those." Um but no, whenever they stab Goldar, Rita comes out and she's like, "Yeah, oh, she's trying to monologue again. She's like, "Others others will come for the crystal. What you have won't last." And they're like, "Okay, we're going to take you to Zordon and you're going to let him judge you." And she tries to jump to the crystal and they just 
boom, with the Megazord slapper, like out of the atmosphere. Yeah, and if you notice when she's flying out, she kind of has like a smirk on her face, uh-huh. and she's going towards the moon, yeah, which is where she wakes up on the original show. So oh, that was kind of right. cool. I forgot about that. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always remember in the beginning of the show, she was always like, ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. What's well, fun note about that? After mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks found out she got the role, that's what she posted on Twitter. <laughs> that exact <laughs> line. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that's great. Um, now this leaves the people of Angel Grove to just gawk at the giant robot. That now, just did you notice any town. these two people taking pictures of the Megazord? Uh... No, it was Amy Jo Johnson and Jason David Frank, the pink and the green ranger. Oh, That's really? what I thought you were gonna bring up earlier. Oh, okay, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I was like, I'm glad they got a cameo. I kind of wish it was a little bigger. They're just randomly taking pictures of the yeah, Megazord. Yeah, yeah, because I remember like in the '90s, whenever they were making movies out of sitcoms from the '60s and '70s, they always had characters from the original show <clears throat> doing um, cameos. In the movies, like like when they did the Brady Bunch, they had you know yeah. cameos from even, even Twenty One Jump Street had a huge cameo from Johnny Depp. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that um, was a pretty big one. I was surprised by that one. Yeah, because you couldn't tell it was him. Oh really? He was in a makeup the whole time, and then when he took took off some makeup or something in the scene, it was oh, him. Cool. Yeah. Um, now Jason returns his sword to the ship and says he'll be back for it. And we get, you know, his dad putting a new clipping from the paper up on the fridge about Angel Grove's mask heroes. Because whenever, whenever Jason pulled his dad out of the burning truck, you know, they kind of hinted that he, like, may have recognized him or may have recognized yeah, his voice, voice at yeah. least. So he, like, kind of thinks Jason might be one of them. Um, but, yeah, the, the, new, the newspaper clipping is all about Angel Grove's masked heroes. And... We get Trini fixing the walls in her room where Rita tossed her around, and her brothers are, are like painting the Power Rangers on the wall, and she, they're arguing about who gets to be the Blue Ranger, and she <laughs> says, "Hey, one of you should be the yellow one," and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's so cool," and she's <laughs> like, "How do you know it's a he?" <laughs> Zach is playing chess with his mom, which was really sweet. Um, Billy is taking all of his research off the wall, and now they're all hanging out in detention. Like, why do they all have detention? What did the rest of them do? <laughs> I mean, we know why. We know why. Well, I don't think Zach and Trini go to school very much. So I think once they finally started going back to school, oh, they're yeah, like, they had "You've been cutting." Because yeah. I remember I cut class quite a bit, and I got I got in school suspension for like two days. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I was I was always too afraid to do that. I was I was afraid of what my parents would do if I started <laughs> cutting class. Um, now oh. Zach, or sorry, uh, Kimberly, in there in 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 detention. Yeah, this is where we yeah the real Breakfast Club stuff. Uh, Kimberly tosses Jason a piece of paper with a drawing of a lightning bolt with all of their colors in it. And now the roll credits. You know, And I was disappointed that they were not playing the Power Rangers theme during the end credits. Instead, they were playing like a shitty remix of, I've got the power! Um, now we get a mid-credits stinger where the detention teacher is calling out a new student, Tommy Oliver. Yes. And we see a green jacket draped over a chair. And then random shot down a hallway, and one of the doors explodes, and we hear and we hear Billy again going that that might have been my fault. That that was really funny. Oh, and that that's that's why I wanted this to keep going. Yeah, I like, feel like they could have. I feel like they really could have improved on what they had built. I'm surprised yeah. this movie did not do better than it did. Yeah, it's disappointing because I wanted to see Tommy Oliver come in as a child. Okay, so when me and my friends were little, we played the Power Rangers. And at first, I was the Black Ranger. Uh-huh. But when Tommy came in, 
I was the Green Ranger. And for Halloween, we went as the Rangers, and I was the like our parents made homemade suits. Like we wore helmets that were spray painted, so I'm surprised we didn't get high. You could smell, <laughs> you could smell it pretty well. But man, I wanted I wanted to see the Green Ranger on the big screen. That is a because shame. even the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, he was already the White Ranger, so mm-hmm. I never got to see the Green Ranger on the big screen. Yeah. Well, that is disappointing when, you know, because, yeah, this is a remake or a reboot of a 30-year-old franchise, well, 20-something-year-old franchise, but it still wasn't a bad movie. I thought I was entertained by it, you know? Yeah, definitely long. Yeah, too long. way too long. Um, that's my biggest complaint with yeah. the movie. Uh, and Elizabeth Banks, yes, she tried, I mean, she, if this movie had been as over-the-top as the original was, then her Rita Repulsa probably would have fit right in. Uh, but I think, you know, I think, um, ah, oh shit, Thor's sister from Ragnarok, um, Kate Blanchett, I think something more like that character, Helen, Hella? Oh, Hela. I don't know. Have you seen Ragnarok? No. Oh, dude, that is like the best Thor movie. So I've uh, heard. Yes, it's really good. I mean, it's Taika Waititi, come on. Uh, and he's in it, too. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he may have the best character in the movie. But, like, I if... if if Rita could have been more like Hella, I guess it would have fit more. But she just, with, with her being so kind of over the top, it doesn't fit in well with the rest of the characters. Because the rest of the characters had a pretty straightforward performance, I think. Um, oh, that's true. I still think Billy was the best of all of them. But uh, it was nice to see um, um, Dacre Montgomery as, you know, something besides... Because like, even, even though he did kind of have a redemption arc in... Uh, in in uh, Stranger Things, he was a pretty shitty character. Yeah, when I was first seeing him, I was looking at that guy and I'm like, that dude looks familiar. So I looked, I was like, oh, he's Jason from Power Rangers. Yeah, he didn't look the same without that <clears throat> mullet or whatever. The yeah, hell, that was that '80s Rob Lowe look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so um, what are we gonna talk about next time? Next time we're talking about uh, Super. What, yeah, what super. year did Super come? Out? I think 2010. Yeah, 2010. It was. It was right. I think it was right after uh, of Defender. Yes. Yeah. So uh, next week we're going to be talking about that. That one, another obscure superhero movie. Um, so you can always follow us on all of the socials. We're on everything: Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. Facebook. We have our own Facebook group. Be sure to follow us there. Like and subscribe. And uh, we always like to hear from our fans. So if you guys have any movies you'd like us to, to, to talk about, you know, if you know some obscure gym that no one knows about, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah. We're going to have to do some more episodes on those. Because I know DJ recommended some uh, some B movies from Amazon that sound absolutely amazing. So, and while we're on that, don't forget to check out my little side podcast on Watcher's Podcast. Right. Subtitle Sidewatch. Subtitle Sidewatch. Yes, talking about movies with subtitles because so many people seem to be so afraid of them, although I love them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's why we decided to devote a whole show to it. That's great. That's great. Because if we, I mean, if more people watched movies with subtitles, we'd probably get less shitty American remakes. <laughs> <laughs> but that is going to wrap things up for this episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And always remember whether you're in your car or in your theater, be sure to check your blind spots. You guys take care, stay safe, and we will see you next time.